Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies, which we discuss each week, will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we're going to focus on the subject of discretion and how its use, along with tactfulness and common sense, can be helpful to you. First, we have another dictionary moment. Although you may not have given it any thought, there are actually two words which sound the same. They're called homophones, and they're derived from the same Latin root. According to Merriam-Webster, these words are discrete, D-I-S-C-R-E-T-E, and discrete, D-I-S-C-R-E-E-T. And they both originate from the Latin word discretus, which means to keep separate or to discern. The discrete ending in E-T-E still means to keep separate or to discern. The recognized trick for remembering which meaning goes with which spelling is to note that with this discrete, the T separates the two E's. The other discrete, with the two E's together, means unobtrusive, and discretion is the noun form of discrete EET, which emphasizes individual choice or good judgment, cautious reserve of speech, and the ability to make responsible decisions. Although we have all likely heard and used the word discretion in conversation, it was only when I heard the saying that, quote, discretion is the better part of valor, close quote, that I began to consider its implications. The consensus meaning of the idiom seems to emphasize that prudence and caution should take priority over bravery and courage. However, this line of thought extends far beyond a battlefield. Consider the strategic implications of applying the philosophy of exercising discretion to your life. Perhaps one of the most accurate statements which I ever encountered regarding discretion appeared in a response offered by M. Christine Tata to the question of, quote, what are some characteristics of a discreet person, close quote, which was found in Quora. And I quote, the best advice I have ever received about being discreet is to ask before you say anything whether you would want that statement on the front page of the paper or highlighted on the news. This reminder stops about 80% of my comments, close quote. And to further impress upon you the challenge of making indiscreet remarks, think about social media. Any comments or pictures which find their way to any platform or site will conceivably last forever and always remain in existence for anyone to find. So how do you know about what to be discreet? To start off as a general rule, 
Probably the broadest subject area is any comment about another person. It does not matter whether the object of your comment is someone you know or don't know, or whether or not the subject matter is personal or business related. The implications of making such indiscreet comments, whether in person or online, is really the opportunity for unanticipated reactions. As an example, consider a business situation in which you have remarked to others about how you disagree with a supervisor's handling of a challenging problem. Unbeknownst to you, your supervisor learns of the comment. However, they apply the concept of discretion strategically and do not confront you directly. Instead, this individual remains quiet and waits for an advantageous time to respond. And you know that the right time always comes around. Soon, the supervisor has the opportunity to promote either you or another person. You fully believe that your time for job advancement has come. However, to your surprise, you were passed over even though you had a superior record. What you don't consider is that management does not want to hire or promote a worker who gossips or speaks behind the backs of other employees. Strategically, by virtue of your inattention to surrounding circumstances, you cost yourself a job promotion. In this situation, and others similar to it, it is important to consider that often there is not a linear connection from the point of the verbal indiscretion to the penalizing outcome but the conclusion can be just as burdensome and problematic as if it were a direct result. When considering the concept of discretion, particularly in a business context, the bottom line was noted in the article, Keep It to Yourself, The Importance of Discretion, by Colette Carlson. Quote, information is a currency in any company said one executive assistant. And unfortunately, assistants often trade that currency among themselves, close quote. Ms. Carlson then summarizes her article by stating that, quote, your ability to protect confidential information increases the trust others place in you and increases your value to your employer, close quote. While exploring the notion of discretion, very often the concepts of tactfulness and common sense are mentioned in the same breath. In fact, both are consistently noted as synonyms for discretion. But I would like to point out subtle distinctions which may have an impact on your application of discretion. To be tactful can best be described by Sir Isaac Newton as, quote, tact is the art of making a point without making an enemy, close quote. Employing tact in one's behavior is a skill in which there is consideration given for another person's feelings and reactions 
to comments which you may make. There are several universally accepted guiding principles to being tactful, as presented in a MindTools.com article entitled How to Be Tactful. These benchmarks are create the right environment and think before you speak, determine the appropriate time, choose your words carefully, watch your body language, such as the giveaway of avoiding a direct gaze or having your arms folded across your chest, and never react emotionally. This article further notes that tact is an important quality because its application reflects on the speaker's credibility and enhances their reputation, which can strengthen existing relationships and help develop new ones. Using tact can also reflect positively on one's character, maturity, professionalism, and integrity. And of course, being tactful is also a demonstration of good manners. Now, here's where I think that there's often a significant difference between the effects of tact and discretion. The description of the concept of discretion seems to reflect back on the party initiating the communication. There is an interpretation that the individual exercising discretion is doing so not so much for the benefit of the recipient, but rather to protect themselves out of an abundance of caution. Conversely, the intent of exercising tact is expressed with the desire to prevent the recipient of the comments from suffering any ill effects from their expression. The overriding concern seems to be for the well-being of others rather than the protection of oneself against any possible deleterious effects. In all fairness, I have not come upon the definitions of discretion and tactfulness presented in the manner which I have suggested. Instead, I'm presenting this thought as an inferential conclusion. As I previously indicated, there's a third concept which is often mentioned within the parameters of discretion and tactfulness, and that is common sense. In an article by Bill Abate entitled Eight Simple Ways to Gain More Common Sense, Mr. Abate defines common sense as, quote, having normal, good sense or ordinary sound judgment, close quote. What makes the concept of common sense so intriguing is that it's really a misnomer. You see, common sense is not common. It is not a set of rules of behavior which we are universally imbued with upon birth and which we can rely upon forever. Instead, common sense becomes a part of each of us only upon our receipt of practical experience, not academic pursuit. Its impact is strengthened and increased only as our individual level of experience broadens. To consciously increase one's common sense, there are several actions which can be undertaken. First is to keep doing things. This is a trial and error practice 
so it is important to continually experience activities and interactions with others, both socially and in business. As these experiences accumulate, it is necessary to reflect on what you did right and what you did wrong. Being self-aware is critical. Reevaluate your approach to situations and explore other paths which you might have taken. Ask others to offer their perspectives so that you can gain a broader insight into your decision-making. Constantly seek new information to further open your mind to new ideas. As you explore ideas, do not be afraid to fail. Each of us learns more by failing than we do by succeeding. And don't let the fear stop you from participating in new experiences. Learn to respond or create and not just react. This is an additional way to develop self-awareness. As expressed by Mr. Abate, quote, to respond or create, you must slow down whenever your emotions hijack your brain, close quote. This is another form of maintaining self-control. Keep it simple. Don't try to overcomplicate an issue. Usually, the answer is straightforward. And finally, recognize and accept that some things and people cannot be changed. Acknowledge it and move on. It is very easy to say whatever crosses your mind and then label it as being honest. But what does that approach achieve? What about the consequences? That is where discretion, tactfulness, and common sense all become elements of the decision-making process. Your sense of honesty can be satisfied by applying discretion and tactfulness. First, give serious consideration to how you will be impacted, both immediately and long-term by the disclosure of information. Then also explore how your information would be received by and affect someone else. The repeated analysis of conditions for discretion and tactfulness will provide you with increased life experience. This will result in the increase of your common sense so that you can make judicious decisions which are both prudent and considerate, while also enhancing your own good reputation. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?